This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast. And we had a wonderful chat with our guitar playing friend, Kel, all about a classic album. And that classic album belonging to Michael Jackson, Off the Wall. There's often debate, which is the best? Is it Thriller? Is it Off the Wall? Or is it some of his other albums? But we had a good old look and a good old listen to an incredible album. Fabulous production from Quincy Jones. Great songwriting from Stevie Wonder, Rob Temperton, and many, many more. You're going to love it. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8 You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station This is the Night Shift on Dubai I 103.8 Yeah, welcome back into the show and we love to talk music, classic albums especially with uh, guitarist Kel who's along uh, once again tonight as big a music fanatic as, as I am and um, you always come up with something a little bit special. We've been doing one hit wonders for the last couple of weeks which yeah. have gone down rather weak but rather well but we thought we'd get back to a classic album yeah i mean we did we did his best-selling album uh a good few weeks ago which was thriller and uh, and i think when we was talking about it afterwards we both said actually we prefer off the wall personally well, it's as, a big debate album. isn't it it's, yeah it's a tough call it is a tough call they're both in my opinion superb albums they are. but if i was reaching for a michael jackson listen <laughs> i would go first for off the wall in fact i'll put that to our listeners off the wall or thriller which is your favorite let us know on 4001 because um, there's often kind of you know different schools of thoughts on that thriller is amazing there's no two ways about it but i, I don't know something about uh, off the wall i think michael jackson was at his peak here i think so and i think at the time as well it's 1979 it was his first album with uh, quincy jones so he originally met on the whiz remember the film the, oh, whiz? the movie with Diana yeah, Ross. so, so yeah. they did the soundtrack of that and that's where he first met quincy so I think at the time you had a lot of disco going on. There was a lot of very orchestral songwriting, like real singer-songwriters, mm, mm, yeah. amazing session musicians. Yeah. So whilst it's of its time, I think the songwriting is still as fresh as it is today, and it just has a slightly more soul edge, I think, than Thriller. I think Thriller is very much of its time of the 80s, mm. um, obviously with songs like Beat It and, and tracks like that, which are very different from the songs on, on Off The Wall. But I just think the flow of Leslie, the overall kind of solely beautifulness, yeah. his voice, the production... All of it is absolutely super. Uh, yeah, I think there was a freshness definitely about Off yeah. the Wall, no two ways about it. And it certainly paid off 20 million copies sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and interesting enough, it was his fifth solo album. It was, because no. I always think it was his first, yeah. but it wasn't. <laughs> he'd, he'd done four with Motown um, when he was a lot younger. And I think he was 20 when he did this. And this is his first one he did on Epic Records. So I think with all of it, it was to signal him now being a solo artist, him being a grown-up, because obviously we all knew him from the Jacksons. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what a fantastic album to come out and really make a statement. There's a lot of firsts with these albums. I mean, I'm just looking at the writers as well. From yeah. Stevie Wonder, Paul McCartney... Uh, Rod Temperton, of course, yeah. I believe has got three on here. Rod Temperton, of course, went on to write pretty much, um, you know, a lot all, of Thriller. All of thriller. Yeah. Uh, and even David Foster, the master producer. So I think yeah. we're going to get started with the title track. Shoulder. 
production on that is just absolutely top drawer isn't it it really is but it just sounds so modern you know bear in mind it's it's nearly as old as me yeah. it just sounds <laughs> fresh and bright and it's just uh, yeah it's that i mean as well as i said michael jackson probably at his peak i think quincy jones as well very much um, so on both of the albums of course but um, yeah for me on this one it's uh, it's just absolutely beautiful and written by one of my favorite songwriters in uh, in rod temperton i was lucky enough to go along and see him live when he was with a band called heatwave oh wow um, yeah. and that he wrote good. all the songs for heatwave always and forever being a beautiful love song and yeah such a great talent i think he was also brilliant uh, he can write beautiful ballads as well as songs like this and the upbeat stuff and Thriller. Mm. But when you, once you know like their songs are his, you can hear a definite thread. Yeah. yeah. But it marries so well with Michael's music. And you say, Heat Wave, it's not a million miles away from this, is no, it? No, I mean, the three of them together, Rod Temperton, Quincy Jones, yeah. and Michael Jackson, I think were just unstoppable. I yeah. Mean, uh, well, yeah. I mean, some great <laughs> tunes. Uh, so, yeah, that's the title track. We're going to squeeze in uh, one more right now. This is Don't Stop Till You Get In another big song of course from the album yeah and this was uh there was a couple of good firsts on this because this was his first solo number one right um after ben back in the day uh it was also his first grammy award for for this song and also it was his first music video was it really yeah so someone he had he had like the black tuxedo on Mm -hmm. which is similar to the to the cover of the album so yeah so lots of firsts on this and what an absolute belter of a song
Yeah, we are looking at uh, the classic album Off the Wall from uh, Michael Jackson. Of course, one of two major albums, Thriller being the other, that went on to do a load more dangerous. And uh, <laughs> I'm kind of losing count, but don't stop till you get enough. Top the American charts, 1979. Um, what else do we know about that song? Yeah, so I'd say a good couple of firsts with it being his first solo number one, his first Grammy, yeah. um, the first ever video. I think one of the other things that makes it so special are the musicians behind it. And I've got a feeling it was it was Randy Jackson who might have played percussion on this or one of his brothers because yeah. it's got that underlying part. But there was an interesting part of this. His long-term collaborator is a guy called Greg Fillingaines, who's yeah, his keyboard brilliant player. Brilliant keyboard player. Amazing guy. <laughs> Been with him, was with him like all, all the way through. And when he first heard the song, he, Jackson went to him with the song and said, listen to it, but I think there's, there's something missing with Quincy Jones. So he came out with like an, an extra section in the song, uh, which he actually got credit for. So that shows how much oh, he wow. trusted him. But he was like kind of Quincy Jones's guy. And they kind of went, this is there, but there's something missing. He yeah. went, I know what you're missing. You're missing this little section here. <laughs> and he went, ding, 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 ding. And they went, boom. And he got, uh, yeah, he got, yeah. They, they actually gave him, uh, I think they gave him 10% of the song. Oh, wow. Which is, uh, that's not bad going. It's not bad going. Hit like that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a lot more to look forward to with this uh, classic album, Off the Wall. We're going to come back with one of my all-time favourite ballads. Um, on the uh, album and uh, once again let us know your favourites is it off the wall or would it be Thriller which one would you reach for if you were going to put it onto your turntable later on uh, this evening I just might do that as well later on when I get home listen to the whole album Uh, we're going to be finding out a few facts as well about uh, Michael Jackson when we come back Uh, a little bit about the moonwalk the music videos and those incredible global record sales You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Now coming back with uh, our album, our classic album that we're looking at tonight with uh, guitarist Kel. We're checking out, of course, the uh, Off The Wall album from uh, Michael Jackson. An absolute beauty. And I think you've got a couple of Michael Jackson facts just to uh, share with us there, Kel. Yeah, we can't talk about him without just talking some, some big numbers. From, uh, from him. So it's estimated his global record sales is in excess of 500 million units. Okay. <laughs> uh, Thriller is, is, uh, is known as the best-selling album of all time with estimated record sales of 70 million. Um, he's known very much for the moonwalk, which he first kind of performed at the Motown 25th. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I yeah. believe it. Yeah, and these these are all these things which are so iconic in kind of pop culture, which which was him. So that the in fact like the tuxedo from this album that, mm-hmm. that he had on the first, and the music videos has always been massively associated. But when you think of things like Billie Jean, Beat It, and Thriller, which we spoke about before, but the first music video that was actually turned into like kind of like a movie. Um, Again, he's been at the forefront of so many of these things, um, but he was also the first artist to have a top 10 single in five decades. Incredible stuff. But um, I mean, there's a lot of upbeat music on uh, both the Thriller album and the Off the Wall album, but boy, can he handle a ballad. Yeah, gosh, I, I think he's one of the absolute finest. And I think it's a combination of his voice and he's always comes across so vulnerable because he really, really sings from the heart and you marry that with Quincy Jones's production and also the songwriters that he chooses to take the songs from. It's just an incredible combination. And I think it sets the, 
not even gold standard for ballads, but I think sometimes it gets underrated that the the the, the absolute quality of his ballads are just exceptional. And here's one of them with a beautiful string introduction. This appears on the Off The Wall album. It's called She's Out Of My Life. song from the Off The Wall album that we're taking a look at tonight with Kel. She's Out Of My Life, written by the American songwriter Tom Baylor. Originally written for Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra? It was, yeah. Yeah, it had that for a while. And um, and again, if you think of it, it's kind of that 70s time yeah, when he was yeah. around and all of the Vegas stuff. So he was still, still doing stuff. Um, but for some reason, it, it didn't kind of fit. And when you listen to it, you can, you can hear Sinatra doing that. <laughs> yeah. Slightly different production. But the sort of vocal, but I, I think with this, why it's so seminal for Jackson is that you can hear the vulnerability, and right. apparently he kind of broke down after a lot of takes. Pretty much every single take at the end, you can you can you kind can of hear, hear the him voice cracking, cracks. Yeah, yeah, and Quincy went, Do you know what? That it's meant to be there. We'll let's, leave it. Let's in. leave it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely seminal stuff from uh, the album. Released in 1979, I think we've got a few facts um, of things, our lifestyles back in 1979. What was going on? 
Yeah, so um, a couple of interesting things to kind of take us back to the time. Trivial Pursuit was launched in 1979. <laughs> Sony released the Walkman, remember that? Yeah, the Sony Walkman, that was just amazing, that was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was loved that, loved it. Yeah, I, st- I, I, I still want to get one today because I think there's a resurgence in tapes and they were just such a great thing, th- great thing to have. <laughs> the snowboard was invented in the US, ESPN first broadcast, uh, Nickelodeon first broadcast, mm-hmm. and I guess probably the most important fact of 1979 <laughs> is McDonald's uh, introduced the Happy Meal for the first time. First ever Happy Meal. <laughs> They've sold a few since then, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, getting back to another song now. This one, um, we spoke about the fact that um, the previous tune was um, offered to Frank Sinatra, or was written for Frank Sinatra, I should mm. say. Um, there's also a story on Rock With You. Yeah, yeah, apparently this was, uh, again, it's, it's Rod Temperton, uh, and this was offered to Karen Carpenter, who was working on her first solo album, and, and she, she passed on it. But I think what's interesting, what makes this song apart from, apart from Jackson is, is also the players on it, because yeah. you had uh, Bobby Watson on bass, David Williams on guitar, um, and there's a really interesting story behind the beginning of this, because, and again, most drummers will know this, most musicians will know this, it's, it's uh, the, the drum fill intro. So there's a story behind that. It's done by a guy called J. Uh, uh, John Robinson, who's, who was uh, the drummer. So they was trying to do different takes, and he was saying it just wasn't, it was working, but it just wasn't popping. Uh, and then Quincy Jones said to him and said, can you come up with an intro fill that the whole world will forever identify this song? <laughs> he should he have went, said, I'll, I'll have a chat with Phil Collins. He said, He's yeah, doing yeah, and he went, yeah, of course I can. And he said he walked up to the, like, the drum store kind of going, what, what am I, I going to do? do? And then did it in the first take. That's what they kept. That's what you hear on the record.
that was one of your choices. That's probably the best one on the album. I, think. It's, it's I mean, they're all great, but I just love that. And I like the keyboard kind of fluty sound going on there yeah. as well. And the guitar line is just beautiful. Yeah. Again, with, the, with the, the drum line, which is very relatively basic, but it's so what they call in the pocket, which means it's just so tight, it's so groovy, it's so funky. That bass line just bounces over the top of it. The guitar line I absolutely adore. And then that wonderful orchestration. And then his voice. Ah. <laughs> uh, thanks for the message. I'm just trying to check who sent that one along. Lovely message just come along regarding uh, our little show uh, tonight. It's from uh, Maya. Uh, thank you, Maya. Mark, I love it when you feature legends uh, like Michael Jackson and uh, even legendary albums such as this one off the wall. Don't know how to explain to you, but you've made my entire night. Well, thank you for that. That's myself and Kel, of course, who does an amazing job on all these research. He's, I don't know, he comes in with <laughs> reams and reams of papers, of facts and figures. We'll come back with a little bit more on Off the Wall. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. We are talking all things off the wall. The classic Michael Jackson album, 1979, the year we've had ballads. We just had that beautiful song, Rock With You, of course. Um, We'll try and squeeze in a couple more um, from this uh, album. I can't help it. What do we know about this one? Yeah, this is a really interesting one, actually. It was um, written by Stevie Wonder and originally was intended for songs in the key of life. Oh, really? Yeah. And there's a couple of stories that uh, apparently Stevie's sister, Rene, heard heard the cassette and was a friend of Michael's and took it round to play him. Uh, And there's another story that Michael Jackson went uh, over to Stevie Wonder's studio, invited him down, heard it, said, that sounds amazing. And Stevie said, I I, I wrote it for you. So I always ended up with him. But I think the interesting, the other interesting thing with this, it's almost become a bit of a jazz standard. And I think part of the reason Quincy chose it as well is because obviously with his jazz background, thinking of jazz singers, and he kind of puts Jackson in that realm. I remember, (laughs) random story, years ago I was in Switzerland uh, on on an event and I'd I'd gone into a place and the the, true story, the guitarist hadn't turned up. So it was like, you know, is there a guitarist in the house? So I ended up playing... Not a doctor, is there a doctor? No, no, Is there a guitarist in the house? It was, yeah. And we was playing it and they started playing this song and it's one of those you hear it and kind of go... I know it, but I can't remember what the title is or, or who the artist mm, is. Mm. And uh, I think it's one of his most famous, unfamous songs. And it's uh, yeah, a wonderful, yeah, it's a great track called I Can't Help It.
that is just gorgeous, isn't it? And um, I had no idea. One thing I like about Kel coming along is I learn something every time. I had no idea that Stevie Wonder wrote that song. Um, and uh, yeah, what a beauty. A lovely isn't piano. That? And, and you, you can just hear Stevie Wonder. I can hear it right now. That would be perfect on songs in the key of life. You should have asked for it back, I think. <laughs> I think he was gutted afterwards. <laughs> um, I, I've got a little story just to throw in there as well. And talking about jazz singers, Quincy Jones, I've been lucky enough to interview him twice. And um, the first time he was, he was saying to me that every 10 years, an icon comes along, um, yeah. you know. Uh, and he mentioned Frank Sinatra, and he also mentioned Michael Jackson, another icon. And I, I th- kind of jumped in and said, yeah, and I, I guess before that, um, Elvis Presley. And he shook his head. No, 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 no. <laughs> he was well, obviously not a fan of Elvis Presley, so I, no. I had to kind of eat my words a little bit there <laughs> in front of the man himself, Quincy Jones. Right, we've got time to squeeze in one more tune. Yeah, and um, another great upbeat track. And whilst he never released this as a single, it became a staple of his live shows. And I think, and it was also the B-side of, of Rock With You. And it's just a great upbeat song. I think it's, like, lyrically, it's a nod to, uh, like, kind of the work life that he had when, yeah. he was, when he was a kid, just relentless yeah. working, uh, working day and night, which is the title of the yeah. song. And, of course, you've seen the man himself I've perform I've seen live. him perform himself, yeah. His first solo tour in London. And, um, yeah, saw him perform this, just up there as possibly the, the best gig I've ever seen.
our final track uh, tonight from uh, our album Off The Wall that we've taken a good old look at from uh, Michael Jackson. Working day and uh, night, a nod to his younger years, probably when he was relentless, yeah. wasn't it? You know, touring, yeah. recording, touring, recording. Yeah, it was just, just on that cycle ever since he was like five. And that we've all seen that famous audition tape when he was a little kid and pretty yeah. much from then all the way through, he was just constantly working, constantly singing constantly in the studio studio tour studio tour mm-hmm. studio tour and yeah relentless yeah final thoughts then on um, off the wall oh all killer no filler <laughs> you've been listening to a dubai i 103.8 podcast to enjoy lots more from dubai i in the united arab emirates just go to dubai i 1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts <laughs>